Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Creative Society Live broadcast. During this program, we would like to talk with our guests about the project Creative Society and how it will benefit all people. The Creative Society model of the society is being built right now by people from all over the world. And implementation of this model is possible only with participation of, on, of every person on Earth. Therefore, it is necessary to find out whether everyone really wants to live in the Creative Society. And how do we envision the world that we could build where everyone is happy, everyone's provided uh, with uh, uh, equal opportunities and the world based on equity. Uh, so today, volunteers of Alatra Public Movement and people who join in the, Alatra, uh, the Creative Society project are uh, making international service almost in every country in the world uh, to find out people's opinion. And today, me and my co-host, Leslie, we would like to talk to an amazing person and author, uh, Jeff Kroll, and uh, find out his opinion about the Creative Society. Uh, hi, Jeff. Uh, could you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. So, uh, so I'm an international business coach, and uh, I have a best-selling uh, book called The Fifth Power, which is the five key secret powers to finding your soulmate. And uh, I love helping people find their soulmate. Um, I'm a family guy. I have four kids, and uh, I just you know my well, I guess the best way to learn me is my purpose, you know, which is through integrity, fun, and happiness that I empower myself and others to live an extraordinary life beyond our belief and really live a life of endless possibilities. So pretty much everything I do is how does it integrate and make a difference into that? And that's one of the reasons why I thought this would be great to, to join you guys today. That's great. That's great. What inspired you, though, to do the book? Um, well, it's interesting because uh, at first I didn't want to do the book, you know, because I'm a business coach. I help people, you know, break through the barriers that stop them in their business. And uh, but every time I had single people ask me, well, how did you find your soulmate or how did you find your wife? And I'd walk them through my whole story and they would just be blown away and go, oh my gosh, like, you know, have you written a book about that? Have you wrote a movie about that? And, and they constantly asked me to, and, and I would always deny it. And uh, it, it's funny too, because I hate reading. I hate, you know, writing. Those are like my worst subjects, Right. And uh, I can I can listen to audiobooks all day long, right? But it was just like, man, I just I I was like, I don't want to be an author. But then I thought to myself, you know, inside my purpose, it's like, why am I being so stingy and helping people that keep coming to me with this same same issue? And so that's when I kind of stepped up and decided I'm just gonna figure this out and make it happen. And sure enough, I did and. I was able to get to that bestseller uh, level right away and move up and start helping people. And then, uh, you know, my people have now done it faster than my journey. So uh, it's pretty amazing. Well, that's a great story. That's a great story. Um, so what, what brings you um, and um, gives you such a great interest in creative society? Well, I think uh, 
one of the big things was when when you guys uh, shared with me those pillars about the foundation or about the society and how important it is. Um, you know, just reading through those, they they all seem very logical. That that and and that everyone should have that. You know, it should not be um, only certain individuals or certain ways, or some some should happen and some should not. So I thought that was very unique. And a friend of mine introduced me to you guys. And just in reading that, it, it just made sense. Wow, it's really exciting to see how it resonates with people. Uh, and I'm just wondering, have you imagined the world in which people actually live by those eight pillars where they're implemented as laws and people actually live according to eight pillars? How do you envision this world? What this, uh, uh, how would it change our life? Yeah, I mean, it'd be extraordinary. I mean, I think that's one of the things that resonates with it is, you know, there's, I mean, I live in the United States and although there's people suffering here, there's not as many people suffering here as in the rest of the world. So, you know, really having uh, that be worldwide would be phenomenal. I mean, it would definitely alter the course of uh, human society. Speaking of unity, right? And uh, we would like to uh, show you a small video and for all our viewers of those eight pillars, eight foundations, how we call them of the Creative Society. If we have the video ready, I would like, like our producer Roman to uh, play the short clip. So Jeff, um, out of all the eight foundations, which one resonates the most with you? Which one is the most important? Um, I really, I think it would be the human freedom. I mean, speaking in today's world, I mean, right now it's uh, Martin Luther King Day here in the United States. And, you know, um, I think the the power for and the rights for people to be human beings is you know and to be equal with each other i think is is super super important and that everybody has that right to choose you know is is very important here in the united states right now and i i teach my kids this uh, a lot and it's kind of interesting because you know in their world they don't see a division in humans, you know, and in the freedom, they don't, they, they don't know what that is, unless someone else tells them something. Right? I mean, because yeah. they've only heard from me that we treat everyone equally. And so in, 
I think that's an important factor is that, you know, as, as a parent is teaching the children the future versus holding on to the past. And, and I do that a lot with my, my clients. It gets stuck with the past that creates that repetitive pattern over and over and over and over. And even though they don't like that pattern, they still keep doing it because they're stuck in that same brain pattern of following that, that gets them the same kind of results. And so I think the society is a lot like that. You know, they hold on to the past and the grudges in the past. And, you know, it continues to go down that road where people don't have the right to choose. And so I think that's, that's an important factor is how do we train the youth going forward to the point where they teach their kids and they teach their kids and no longer this even exists, you know, as a, as a, in society. So I, I think that's an important factor. Wow. Yeah, that, that really is. That really is. Uh, Tally. Thank you. Uh, so this was the second foundation or the second pillar, the uh, human and freedom, uh, human freedom. And I absolutely agree with you that uh, only knowing our history, uh, we can actually treat each other equal and each person has to have this right. The second foundation, let me just read it for you. So uh, every human is born with the right to be a human being from a capital H and all people are born free and equal and everyone has the right to choose. There can be no one and nothing on earth above a human, uh, his freedom and rights. The implementation of human rights and freedom must not violate the rights and freedom of others. And this really resonates with me because I think every person uh, on earth feels the same way. And uh, in preparation to the Creative Society project, I was taking surveys mm -hmm. from people here in Santa Monica, California, and uh, people from all over the world, they feel the same way. Uh, you know what was interesting that everyone says I would love to live in that world where all people are equal and treated uh, with uh, equity, equi where equity dominates. But uh, will others support me? How do people think in other countries? So, and uh, what's amazing that our volunteers uh, have been asking people in almost every country in the world. And the answer we receive is that there is a huge demand for these values to be implemented not just declared, but implemented. Uh, you also mentioned the transparency and openness of information for all. And let me just read that one and then ask to uh, give a little bit more understanding here from you about the uh, fourth pillar. So fourth pillar says transparency and openness of information for all. Every human has the right to receive reliable information about the movement and distribution of public funds. Each human has access to information about the status and of implementation of the society's decisions. The mass media belong exclusively to the society and reflect information truthfully, openly, and honestly. Please, Jeff, we would like to hear your uh, opinion about the fourth pillar. Yeah, yeah, I think uh, transparency and openness is, is crucial. It's, it's just like in anything, in any relationship, 
without transparency and openness, you can't have connection. You can't have love. You can't have happiness. You can't have freedom. You can't have fulfillment, you know, and satisfaction and peace of mind. None of that is possible without transparency and openness. And I think a lot of times, uh, country to country, including the United States, is, you know, there's not clear transparency and openness. And, uh, and, that, and that holds, I think, holds different divisions of people because of it. Um, because they're, they're basing their choices and their rights based off information that has been filtered in a way to, you know, make sense that you should do that versus actually having transparency of all the information and actually being able to powerfully choose for yourself. So I think that's another important path in any sort of uh, relationship whether it's human beings to human beings uh, is, is very important. Yes, I, I, I totally agree. And, and I do believe like here in the States where um, we've always been taught to not so much trust the outside world of the United States. When you go about, you should always be careful and things of that nature. So growing up for me um, was a thing where I really didn't know much about other countries, but there was always fear of other countries you would see on the news and stuff like that, but not respect for the people. And when we only have the government supplying the information and not people supplying the information that travel freely, you know, and go places and see things, it makes such a difference on the, it made such a difference here on the culture in America because the people here wasn't the explorers. The government is the explorer. The government is the one that's going to tell you what is really happening in the rest of the world. And it was always so untrue of what exactly was going on in the rest of the world. And I think that we have this platform now, wow, where people from all over the world can tell you things that you've never dreamed of was happening around the world. And this platform of creative society bringing the world together is an amazing thing and it's, finally coming to the point where the people, the people of the world are going to have a say in how our world goes. I think it totally uh, makes sense either with personal relationships, like you say, uh, you had experience where people always uh, sometimes act out of fear, not out of love. And just as in personal relationships, I know you went on a cruise, amazing story, right? Uh, maybe you could share us a little bit more about that. But also make a parallel with our society where uh, we could make um, an, an environment where people have more trust toward each other and actually treat each other not out of fear, but out of love and respect to actually set the uh, boundaries that would limit all the... Uh, things that 
not supposed to dominate in people, even when it comes to information. What, what kind of so, sort of things we see on TV, what, how it makes us act in our life, right? Uh, why do we see so much drama, so much violence on TV? Shouldn't it be a better world if we put more love, respect, and just uh, show better human values? I know you have a great story with the crews. I just want to, to hear more about it. Please, Jeff. <laughs> Yeah, like, well, my journey with, with finding my soulmate was, you know, I was working with a business client and basically he said, hey, Jeff, you know, he, he was stuck in his business and he was in Australia and he's like, what would you do? And I walked him through these five steps and, um, you know, I got off the phone and I was like, wow, that was great advice. He was excited. He was getting back into action. And then I looked in the mirror and said, I should probably take my own advice. You know, we've, we've had those moments, right? Where you give good advice. And so that's exactly what I did. And uh, so I threw my hat over the wall and I did something bold and adventurous. And I purchased two fully paid cruise tickets for me and the woman of my dreams, not knowing who she was, but knowing that who I would become in that journey to finding her would be what's going to, you know, alter the, the path of, you know, following my same past, uh, past actions and patterns that pretty much my brain was on autopilot with. So I had to, you know, take autopilot off and get into action and, and really control, control my mind to do that. And uh, I went on 43 dates in 120 days, all by introductions from my community um, none of them were that online dating or anything like that. And it was all about, you know, just following that journey to find my soulmate, which I, I have a beautiful wife and four kids now. So, uh, but I had to take that action, you know, I had to do something bold and adventurous uh, to really push myself to that next level. Yes. Yes. And that's what we're trying to do here is get people to be bold and push themselves to that level that they want to live in. Absolutely. Yeah, and that's what it takes. I mean, it takes something like that. If not, you're going to be on autopilot and do the same things you've always done and grow old and die and nothing has changed, you know? Yep. So, you, you know, alter those patterns and alter those actions or you're going to get stuck with the same old thing because I, I hear it all the time. Like, why is it that this happens to me all the time, Jeff? <laughs> And the exact reason is because you're on autopilot, you know, right. and you know, you, you've created these neurons. I mean, it's, it's proven that, you know, what you envision and what you say in your own head is that the brain can't tell the difference from what you say and what is physically actually happening. So the more you actually say it to yourself, the more you envision it to yourself, the more your brain wants to make that happen because it already believes that it's the truth. It already knows that this is the truth, even though it hasn't even happened. You know, so when I had that picture of me and my wife sipping daiquiris on the deck of the cruise, and that's what I would tell people, I'm gonna be si sipping daiquiris on the deck of the cruise by the end of this year, and she will be the woman that I marry. You know, and when I say that over and over, my brain wants that to be fulfilled. And so that's what altered my pattern from how I used to find 
you know, the woman of my dreams to how I actually found the woman of my dreams. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's very inspiring. It's very inspiring that uh, you had uh, this uh, feeling that you would love to change something and then you made steps and now you actually live in a dream. But it all started with changing patterns, right? With setting up a goal, with uh, finding that very unique uh, goal that makes you feel excited and happy. I feel the same way about our world today that uh, we also, we've been following same patterns for so many thousands of years. Our history is mostly history of wars, of uh, uh, people fighting each other. And today, even by spending on military budgets, you can tell uh, what, where we're we going, right? Towards what. So uh, wh how do you think we can inspire people uh, to actually set up a different goal, to set up a goal of a world in which every human being uh, lives as a happy life, where uh, we spend most of our resources on uplifting uh, communities on uplifting uh, healthcare, uh, our education that should be a fundamental right. How do you think we can uh, get more people to know that this goal exists, that this is something we would like uh, to go towards to? Yeah, I, I believe in, uh, in my book, one of my secret powers that I teach is called the power of asking and in community. And I believe that's a big thing that people don't share as much. And I think you guys are on the right track with that where you're asking people to come share their stories. You're asking to connect your community with their community. And the more you do that and the more you resonate with more and more people, then eventually you get to a tipping point where you actually have enough you know, momentum or a big enough wave that fulfills on your dream or fills on your goal or whatever it is that you're committed to. Um, and I think that's a big thing that most people don't miss because, uh, I mean, we've heard of the six degrees of separation. Basically, we all know whoever we need to know to make the goal or to have whatever it is that we want in life. It's just a matter, are we committed to that? Do we have a big enough purpose or passion about that to continue on when we hit barriers or do we just let those things hold us back? And uh, I think that's a big thing. And, you know, I think you guys are on the right path. The more you share this, the more you, you know, you know, develop community to community to community. There is a point where you get to a tipping point where there's enough people or you read the right people that have the ability to change that. Like, you know, I may not have the ability to change that, but maybe the, the person that I talk to and, the, and starting with my children, right? That has the ability to start that pattern that I can start with them as a foundation. And the more we do that and the more we keep spreading that, eventually there's, you know, there's a tipping point to that. Absolutely. It's about making this not only a priority, um, but making it popular. You know, people like things that are popular. And if we can get a popular voice out there, a popular face out there, voicing the creative society in a world where everyone, everyone gets medical care, everyone gets free education, no one ever goes to sleep without food on their belly. You know, it's, we have to make it popular. 
It has to become a popular conversation. It has to become a popular question, you know, and um, we're, we're doing that today. And, and I think the more and more we continue on, we will bring people um, and inspire people because people, a lot of people like popularity. A lot of people love popularity. If they see a group of people, they want to get in. And that's what we're doing. And, and, and that is what is going to help and work. We have to make respect popular. We have to make love popular in this world. Absolutely. I think that search of love is actually what moved you towards uh, going such uh, unorthodox ways of dating different people and trying to find your love, right? I think that's what actually unites all people, uh, the love. Uh, but the most amazing is when people actually doing things like you did and then sharing their experience, writing books. Uh, this is really moves, this is inspiring. This is what makes me wonder, wow, maybe I could do something to bring more love to my life as well. And uh, I wanted to ask you, uh, because we use uh, the rule of six handshakes here, and we ask our guests to introduce us to another amazing person. Uh, do you have someone on your mind uh, who you would like to invite for our next show? Uh, someone active and maybe tell us a little about the person. Um, hmm. You know, I haven't really thought about that. I guess uh, there's, there's quite a few people. Um, there's a gentleman uh, named Martine that I think would be perfect. He wrote a book called The Curiosity Theory, and he's a great guy. And he also inspires, you know, others to think outside the box, come from curiosity. And I think this is another important factor in growth is you can't come from the same old patterns. You got to come from something that is outside of your box and you've got to be curious about it first versus you know pushing it away first and so i think he would be definitely someone uh for for uh, for me to reach out to and share with you guys all right <laughs> thank you yes we're excited to meet martin and uh, we would like to wrap up with a song that uh, also inspired people, people inspired with the idea of building a better world, uh, made this song after December the 20th. It, we actually had a conference in Atlanta, Georgia, where Leslie won, who, uh, was one of the hosts. And I was a participant as well. And we had a beautiful song also written by volunteers and just people who are inspired with this idea. Uh, we would like to play it at the end, but also I would like uh, uh, to let you uh, say maybe something inspirational and just address to our viewers and uh, let them know what, what kind of message would you like to, them to hear today uh, to wrap up the show. Thank you. Yeah, I think, uh, well, I think the biggest message is that don't let your limiting beliefs stop you in life. You know, don't let that negative conversation that comes up in your voice or in your, in your head and in, and in your voice uh, around others stop you from having the dream that you want. If you really want something, then you need to, you know, reach out and, 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 and really look from 
that place of what's possible for yourself and figure it out. I mean, be bold, be adventurous, and don't let that, that negative voice jump in. And, uh, and, and more importantly, follow your heart, because when you do that, you end up with, you know, amazing, amazing stories. And more importantly, you end up with what you're committed to in life. And better to be uh, living a life with commitment than living a life with no purpose and no commitment. So uh, I challenge you not to let that voice stop you and keep fighting for what you really want and what really matters to you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, let's listen to the song then. And it's a beautiful message. Thank you again for being on our show and for sharing these wonderful ideas. Uh, I hope people inspired by your story are going to read your book and get to know you a little bit better. And uh, that will inspire them to act and also participate in building a better future for all of us with the creative society that we talked about. Absolutely. You. you bet. And thank you. Thank you. All right, Roman, let's play the song now. Time to be 